Do it. Hello. General Kenobi. Hello, Charles. Fuck this episode, man. Let it run. I'm composing myself. Quite the week. I can't hear you. No, 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 no. It's coming down. It's coming down. All right. Welcome to the Clone Cap. Uh, what did you say? I said, boy, you've been quite the week. Yeah. It's been very eventful. You uh, got sick. You had a tree fall down. And yeah. And you had this episode to cheer you up. Well, the tree fell down. And then as soon as the tree fell down, my throat started to hurt. And then I thought I had COVID. It was a very <laughs> sick boy. But I did not have COVID. So here we are, a day late. It should, the episode is 12 hours late right now. Yes. Maybe if, maybe if I don't have to do any edits, we just upload it before midnight tonight and we're on time. Yeah, there you go. But I'm starting to feel a little better. I love the fact that our listeners were completely on board. Yeah, in the Discord, everybody was very supportive. Yes. It was great. I want everybody to get sick so I can be that supportive of them when they yeah. get sick. <laughs> yes. um, but I'm running at about 70% right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, um, It doesn't help. You um, look great. Do I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just being a smart yeah. I did shower today. That was a start. Yes. Uh, what are we talking? Oh, welcome to the Clone Cast. My name's Tom. I'm Adam. Uh, this is a, a show where we watch this goddamn Clone <laughs> Wars show chronologically. Um, we are on season five, episode four. Yep, I believe. What the hell is this? The Soft War. The Soft War, and boy, did this make my dick soft. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit, though. But typically, what we do is before we review the episode itself. We get into a little bit of bullshit back and forth, about 20 to 40 minutes. Uh, with the way I'm feeling, we're probably not going to go 40 minutes. Yeah. We really, I was like, hey, we'll let's, keep it let's short. power through. Yeah. So we're going to power through this, and then we'll make it. We're going to record one this weekend. We'll make it up to you. It'll probably be a fucking three-hour bonanza. So <laughs> I got my hauls. We're going to be good. Yeah. I've been staying hydrated with my Diet Pepsi. <laughs> Lots of Diet Pepsi. Lots of diet Do you Pepsi. just not drink water at all? I drink water. Do you just not like the taste? There is no taste. Well, I mean, some people don't like the taste of water. That's what they say. That's why they don't I like drink cold water. water. It's very refreshing. Yeah. Um, I just like a... I don't know. There was something about a soda, uh, you know, right straight from the fountain, Diet Pepsi. <laughs> You're big on the fountain sodas. Oh, I love the fountains. <laughs> I even take, you know, I, I when I have cans, I dump it in my fountain. <laughs> I don't. I don't drink out of the can. I just like. I like the straw. Yeah, it hits your lips. In yeah. Um. No, nah, but when my throat is really killing me, that diet Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> that's a. That's a blast. Uh, oh, it's a good one. Um. Yeah, I actually quit drinking pop at the start of the pandemic. That's neither here nor there. Clearly, that. Uh, You're. You only drink diet, though, right? I'm a diet guy. Yeah. yeah. See, I got diabetes when I was five. <laughs> And my parents didn't drink water when I was a kid, so we 
pretty much sustained ourselves on soda to stay hydrated. Yeah. And uh, I exclusively drank diet mm-hmm. pop because of the diabetes. So yeah. when I became an adult, I was like, fuck this. I'm not drinking diet anymore. Yeah. So I'll just do insulin to offset it. But there you go. Well, you got all those goddamn Coca-Colas in the fridge still. I know. You know drink those or what? Yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I'm there not... in case my blood goes low. All right. Fair enough. Remember when your blood went low that one time? Not even low, but Peel tried to get a free uh, oh, free, oh, yeah. free caramel roll because my, my buddy's a diabetic. His blood sugar's really low. We got to get him something right away, and they hand him a caramel roll, and he just ate the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a Republican. Um, oh, he's a big-time capitalist. Oh, yeah. Survival um, of the fittest. He's the guy that uh, <laughs> we were all. I just found it funny the... that the Republicans, the one that's pulling these shifty tricks, like oh, that. of course, yeah. But he's the guy that uh, we had another friend that was outside smoking, and uh, he would said, "Hey, box is looking in the window at us. Let's uh, give him the power to the people sign." You held up your fist, and Peel was like, "You can go ahead and do that. I'm not going to be doing that." Did he? <laughs> it's like, all right, professor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. He's a funny guy, though. Yeah. He was a funny guy. Um, He's a lawyer in Georgia now. What? Yeah. We're a few years away from seeing Peel for Congress. <laughs> you know? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Well, maybe you can get you some of that... Uh, hey. Some of the baby blood. That'll oh, make you yeah. feel better. The if he gets, into, con- if he gets into Congress, yeah. Yeah, I really need to get a congressman on call here, you yeah. know, so I can get some of that. We all need adrenochrome. Yeah. That's the next wave. Like, who, whoever has the adrenochrome will survive the Great Reset. I think in the Capitol building, they have a soda fountain machine specifically for adre- adrenochrome. That'd be great if there was a soft serve adrenochrome machine. Yeah. Just like all the wildest shit was true. <laughs> Like, none of the real boring conspiracies, like the real ones. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But, like, all the wildest ones, if they're all true and we're just, we are sheep. Yeah. You know, because we think they're stupid. That was the thing that bugged me about our one friend who's crazy into conspiracy theories. The one that he's, like, subscribed to is the Great Reset in the, like, some kind of small group of elites are pulling the strings and running everything. Uh-huh. And, like, I just one day asked him, I was like, you know what he, have you ever looked up the uh, Philadelphia experiment? And he was like, no, I haven't. I was like, oh, look that one up. That one's a good conspiracy. And it it like actually happened. It's like, yeah. have you heard of that one? Not that one. Philadelphia experiment. It's some like experimental Navy program where they try to teleport a ship with like massive electrical currents or something. Uh-huh. Um, and there's different reports of how it went. And like one of the crazy conspiracy reports is like, the crew, like some of them ended up like half in the ship and half out of the ship. Like people were like, because it teleported, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So the molecules got like synced up with metal and like. This sounds like some fucking, they're trying to do some transporters. It's, li- it's like. This a, is, that's how a Star Trek transporter works. In Star Trek, the way the transporter pad works, you can beam up and down to yeah, the yeah, ship yeah. and whatever. It breaks down all of your molecules and then it like rebuilds Reassembles you. them. Yeah. 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 Which is basically like dying and yeah. then like being brought back to life. Yeah. Which I would find very morbid if that was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. That'd be horrible. So but, you're so I'm going to be dead, but then I'm going to reassemble and it'll like nothing ever happened. Like a re- resurrection every time you go to the grocery store. Yeah. But is it but is it really me then, though? That's my Who question knows? would be. Or is it just like an alternate me like that? The exact same person. 
but the real me, like the first time you transport, that guy's dead then. Yeah. And then you reassemble, so that's the new you. And as soon as you transport again, that one's dead. But then you got a new one that's just an identical, identical clone with all the same memories. Yeah. I don't like that thought. Oh, I kind of I like it. You like that? Yeah, I'm all on board. I'm I'm all on board for killing myself off and bringing myself back every once in a while. I don't, know. I don't like where you're taking this conversation. <laughs> but so I told him to look up the Philadelphia experiment. The next time I saw him, I was like, did you look it up? And I was expecting him to go all nuts. And he was like, yeah, I did. And uh, yeah, it's good. But, you know, yeah, see, those are those are the kinds of uh, conspiracy theories that I, I don't really get into. And I was like, what? Because the they're real ones. Yeah. <laughs> Are you nuts? Yeah, like MK Ultra is not exciting enough yeah. for him. Like the whole LSD shit that the CIA was doing. The ones that you can prove happened. Yeah, it's crazy. Nah, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's got it's not bonkers enough yeah. for them. I mean, I think they're pretty bonkers to think about. But it no, you uh, I almost lost my voice for half a second. <laughs> Anyways, um, I forgot what I was even going to say. Now, <clears throat> all right. Um, yeah, so I'm running at 70%. Um, should we do the listener appreciation? Yeah. All right. It's only because I'm so in love. No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. I literally started that segment because I had to cough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, 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 fuck it. We'll just abandon that conversation there. <laughs> yeah. Let's just move it along. Yeah. Yeah. We said that it's going to be powered through. Yeah. This weekend one, though, I'm going to come out with fucking guns blazing. Oh, yeah. Because I'll be fully recovered by then, I have a feeling. Yeah. You know? Can't wait. You know when you're starting to feel better from being sick? Yo, yep. And it's like. You're like, uh, sometimes, some moments you're like, fuck yeah, like I'm back. Your mindset's there, yeah. but your body's not. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I know like, what you're talking right, about. I walked a soak around the block before you came. And like, I was feeling pretty good then. But as soon as I like walked around the block, I was like, oh, no, I'm not there. Well, and we talked about it before we started recording, too. It's, half of it's just the weather change. Yeah. The weather change always fucks with people, man. Yeah. And then turning on the heat, that's going to mess with you, too. Oh, I'm so warm. I, know. I hate it. But it's either that or freeze. I know. God, I fucking hate. This is what I hate about fall. Yeah. It's like there's just this gray area, and it's going to be like 75 next week. I know. So it's just it's just weird, man. Yep. But there's this like gray area where it's like, well, I got to put the heat on, and then you're immediately too hot. Yep. As soon as you turn the heat off, 20 minutes later, you're freezing. In the morning when I sit down at my desk, I'm like shivering. Yeah. I had to break out like an electric blanket the other day, Ugh. and it only lasts until like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. and then stuff warms up, and then you're fine. But... Yeah. See, at least in spring, it's the thaw. So 55 in the spring is like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is great. You're like in shorts. You're feeling great. But 55 in the fall, it's like, this is fucking freezing. Yeah, yeah. You can open a window and you get the breeze in spring. And the sun appears. The the sun is a lot friendlier in the spring. Yeah. Fall is very murky at times. Yep. Ah, fuck you, fall. (laughs) I don't like you, buddy. Uh, What was I saying? Listener appreciation. Before we actually get into it. yeah. Thanks again, everybody, for understanding and letting us be a date late. A day late. Yeah. Thanks for your kind words for old Tommy over here. Yeah, it's a very uh, boon to my spirits. Like I said, I hope you all get sick, so I can feel like I can tell you. <laughs> I hope you feel better because you're all so kind. So, uh, no, I don't actually want you to get sick. But if you're ever sick, you make sure you let me know, and I'll send you the well wishes. <laughs> all right. So depressed 
Kenobi. Where is this? Oh, yeah, I got to do these Hello things. there. The angel from my nightmare. The shadow in the background of the moor. The unsuspecting victim. Of darkness in the valley. Oh, yeah. I love that song. That's great. <laughs> uh, the Athorian Historian. I do want to see him dancing in his Athorian mask to this. It'd be fun. All right, we'll stop that there. Uh, and the final member, I didn't even say it, the Holy Trinity. That's what yeah, we're doing yeah. here. Oh, this is a terrible episode. The one, the only. You know! I did it. <laughs> I you'll know. Uh, you'll know. Uh, full apology uh, on this review coming up. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll know. You'll know. Said really enjoyed this arc. No one's doing. God, here's to feeling good all, all the, the time. time. Ah, there's a little diet Pepsi there. All right, shrine music. Yeah, but yeah. Sorry, you'll know. I mean, um, I I don't know what to say. But we'll, we'll get into the episode. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what to say, but I'm not in a great mood either. Yep. And I, I think uh, that's gonna add to it. Uh, we're in for an interesting record tonight. <laughs> Eliza, a.k.a. Drop of Magic. Eliza uh, warned us about this arc. <laughs> Eliza is on our page. With yeah. There's the eel no way of looking at this arc, and there's the Eliza. I think we're kind of leaning towards the Eliza. Yep. Uh, GLA, the official artisan of pod. You are a bold one. Celine and Perry. Celine, hello there. Uh, how do you say hello? Bonjour. There we go. Bonjour. 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 I want to go to France. Anyways, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Jules at El Davio. Uh, Liv, a.k.a. Darth Clink. Jules, why don't you get in the Discord? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we're having fun in there. I'd love to have Jules in the Discord. Yeah. Celine's in the Discord now. I know. Yeah. Bonjour. Everybody needs to be in the Discord. Yeah, we want them all in the Discord. Uh, speaking of people that aren't in the Discord... Traveling through hyperspace in my dust and crops, boy. Looking for a home. Heart of the country. Uh, rural farm boy, official retweeter of the pod. Not in the Discord. You got to get on this. Yeah, you got to get on this. Uh, did you hear McCartney uh, threw some shade at the Stones? No, what'd he say? He said, well, I mean, somebody had asked him a question, like in New York, or was interviewing me. And he was like, you know, um, you know, I probably shouldn't say this, but... Um, the Stones, they were more of like a blues cover band, whereas we really branched out a bit. It's like, Jesus, Paul. Like, well, why? You're fucking like 80, dude. He is such a catty bitch sometimes. Yeah, but he like get he's like friends with them. I, I don't know. get it. It's so weird to me. Yeah. Paul is just like, you never know what to expect from this guy. Like, he'll be like the most affable, fun guy, and then he'll say something like that, and you're like, who the fuck are That's you? That's like Elton John does the same shit too. Just yeah. in an interview, he'll randomly just like go if he on a just tirade. woke up. Yeah, if he just woke up on the wrong side of a bed, like he started shit with like George Michael at one point, and George Michael is like, "What the fuck did I ever do to you? We're yeah. friends. Like, why are you saying this stuff?" I think he did it to. Did he do it to Madonna? He did it to Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, he called her like a cunt or something. <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> it was nuts. Sorry if the c word bothers you, but he did. I'm pretty yeah, sure he yeah. called her that flat out. So. Um, did you see the trailer to the new Beatles documentary that's coming out on Disney Plus? Oh, it's going to be a good oh. one. I think it's going to dispel the notion that they hated each other, though. Uh, I don't know. Uh, there was obviously strife there, but I think as they were breaking up, um, I think everybody was just ready to move on. Yeah, I don't. Th I don't think it was like this horrible session, though, that it's been built up to be. 
No, I mean there are different moments. Like I, think... I know George gets pissed at Paul one of the times. Oh yeah. yeah, Paul is like notoriously a snob to George in the studio. Yeah. Well, and then, like have you seen the footage of George just like and it's quote unquote snapping. He doesn't really get like super angry in the sense that he's yelling well but it's he a just british breaks, angry he breaks down and he was like tell you what just t- i don't care just tell me what to play and, and I'll, I'll play it, it. yeah he was like i just whatever just i'll do whatever it is you want me to do yeah and then paul of course is like no no that's not what i mean it's like a british argument though. yeah he's like polite british argument yeah but you can tell george is like just had it up yep. the air with his shit so uh, but they yeah. said they had a good time. Let it be sessions were kind of stressful, but they said they had a good time making Abbey Road after well, that. Abbey Road was after Let It Be, and after Let It Be, they were like, well, maybe this is it. Yeah. But then they brought uh, George Martin back because uh, George Martin did not produce Let It Be. That was Phil Spector, notorious murderer. <laughs> <laughs> In wig aficionado. Yeah. Is that a wig? I think so, yeah. That's some hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's your picture on like Goodreads. Uh, Goodreads, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Phil Spector, he's a real piece of shit. Uh, but he perfected the wall of sound, yeah, which I never horse shit. What is that? That's the worst part about uh, "Let It Be" and "All Things Must Pass." All it is is just like turning up reverb. Yeah, and it just kind of sounds echoey. Yeah. Why is that so revolutionary in production? It's nuts. I don't know. I'll be my baby by the Ronettes. It's fucking great. But I contend that that song would be better if he didn't have that fucking that's reverb turn all the way up. It's a great song, there, but it's just there's nothing about it that's revolutionary. That's what Paul did with uh, "Let It Be Naked" in the yeah. what was it 2000 the aughts or whatever 2006 or seven yeah probably. when they released "Let It Be Naked" he just took out all of the Phil, Phil Spector production and some of the songs sounded better. Yeah, no, well, I mean it's more of a rock and roll album. I don't you know whatever. Fuck Phil Spector, he's a piece of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> The Four Horsemen of the Email Apocalypse. Noah, Blight, Wade, Death. Wade and Noah both joined the Discord. Yeah, and Wade also texted me and was like, God, I hate this arc. Really? Wade also is. Yeah, we're pretty sympathetical with Wade on our feelings on a lot of (laughs) these things. Ah, Steven, feast or famine, major famine mode right now. (laughs) What if, like, my one cured illness was a Steven tweet? Yeah. I would just die right now because that's how famine we are. You'll get it, like, next June. Yeah. Hey, guys. Sorry. Just checking in. (laughs) I've been listening. I'm on episode 63. (laughs) And, of course, the leader, Joshua War. Ah, uh, my buddy Isaac. Hello. We'll give him that one. Yeah. I'm just going to give Isaac a new sound effect every week. And, of course, we are a member of the Pod of Once Podcasting Network. Check out our podcasting partners, Wayfinder Pod at Wayfinder Pod. From a certain point of skew, at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D. Oh, man. <coughs> All right. Jar Jar Thinks Pod at Jar Jar Thinks. Laura, Michaela, and Jess. Hi, Michaela. Vader's Thoughts at Vader Thinks. <coughs> and the newest member, yeah, Most Things Kenobi. You did it. Good job. Yeah, that can help out. All right. Should we just leave all that in? <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it in. <laughs> Man, Tom's such a hero. <laughs> yeah, that's listener appreciation. Let's do the time warp. <laughs>
All right, soft serve. What do we got for an area date on soft serve? <laughs> we got October 20th, 2012. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, same stupid Maroon 5 song. Um, so God. I'll play uh, Yeah, it's, it goes for a while. Yeah, so Dominate. I don't even want to hear it. Get out of here. Good dancing. All right. Uh, got a new number one movie, though. All right. It's a scary movie. It's Halloween season. All right. Um, it's one of those ones that pretends to be real. Oh, found footage. Is it Paranormal yeah. Activity? Yeah, it's one of them. Paranormal Activity 2. Four. Four? Holy shit. Apparently there's like seven of them total. Jeez. <coughs> Jesus. Fuck. So, yeah, that's your uh, shit. All right. I wonder if there's anybody that's going to come in and be like, eh, I've been hearing about this clone cast. You know? <laughs> and they just hear me, like, hacking and, like, being super low energy. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck it. Uh, should we get into the episode? Yeah. Let's just do it. Do it. Hello. General Kenobi. All right. I'm just moving it along. I know. I'm just moving it along. All right. If if it gets too to be too much and you can't go on, we can record this this weekend too. We can. We've just... come. We've come 26 minutes. We're finishing this son of a bitch. <laughs> I told you. I was like, can we just combine the last two episodes? As our, I want to be done with this. I art. know. I know. I know. My OC. My OCD would not let me do oh. that with the spreadsheet that we have though no mine too. just one one episode or mine two too. episodes that's the only case mine too i just i i know i understand i i, I didn't think we'd get back to this point but we're back <laughs> like i thought we were done with this kind of shit and you're like worse than Moncal, and I was like, well, at least Moncal had the good fucking, you know, three. Yeah, yeah, it was just a three spot. This is a four spot. Yeah, this is your four bagger. Oof. All right, uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. So the software where we left off is they had uh, announced uh, all the rebels, all eight of them, had chosen Stila Guerrero as their leader. We found out that Stila is Saw's sister, sister. Um, and he kind of stormed off, and that was the end of the episode. Um, so there's some strife there um so where we start this time is we get to uh what's the name isis isis is the name of the city <laughs> yeah isis um and we see a bunch of the rebels ahsoka included lux boner terry all these fucking idiots <laughs> the first thing i noticed too i don't know if they got like their budget replenished for animation but because we were joking the last episode, we saw like four civilians yeah. that were like rioting. There is a plethora of different species now yeah, but in this market. There's Athorians, the there's Togrudas. Yeah, there's... you get an Athorian right away Yeah, uh, running a little stand. Yeah. That's probably the highlight of the episode. Um, but yeah, so they're just going about and they're laying these little mine looking things. We're going to find out what those are in a minute. They're not actually a weapon. Um, saw is spying out of an alleyway and there's like a large droid contingent passing him. Um, he hollows, uh, he uses his little comm to steal who's on a roof, um, looking over these droids and they all decide to attack the droids and they start throwing like thermal detonators at the droids. So it's like a sneak, a gorilla attack, but 
you know, before they were using just those electrical things yeah. that would only harm a droid. They're like throwing thermal they're f- detonators. They're full on explosions now. And there's a lot of civilians around. Yeah. So yeah, there's this like really sad little Twilight girl <laughs> that looks terrified. She's terrified. Yeah. Um Saw does do a beast maneuver where he charges in and owns a tank. Didn't need Lux's help on <laughs> no, that one, apparently. No, this time he didn't. Yeah, but after this, like, you know, they clear out all these droids, this massive contingent of droids there. There's a bunch of battle droids. Like, I'm surprised they took them all out, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. But, like, they show a crowd shot after that, and all the citizens are just, like, clearly, like, scared and frightened by what's yeah. going on. I mean, this is like a war zone in their home. Steela is also an amazing shot. It's like every single shot, yeah. she's doming droids the entire time. Yeah, she's a real crosshair. Um, but we <laughs> find out here that uh, those little hollow things that they're, those mines, they're actually like a hollow device, and they're going to project a speech from Steela across the city. Um, so Steela is like, hey, don't worry, and then she comes over, and we're going to get a Steela speech here. Do not be afraid, brothers and sisters. We mean you no harm. It's time. People of Antarn, the time has come to take back our freedom. We have all been deceived. King Rash is a traitor who has sold Onderon to the Separatists for the crown. But Onderon is ours. We need your strength to reclaim our planet and restore our sovereignty under our true king, King Dendup. So, okay, I mean, that's fine. Like, we, we clarified in the last episode that Rash is a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, imprisoning his political, you know, opponents and... But uh, we still ha- it still like ha- how is it stolen? Like, can you please explain That's, it to me? That was my problem with the entire time because they keep making reference of like he's not the legitimate king. And it's, it's like, like why? How? Yeah, like how was how did he come to power? Like it seems it. I know it's a twenty minute show, but you could fucking tell us like Throw why something in there. Yeah, did we miss something in the first like no. narration? No. Did he say anything about no. Dooku installing him or anything like that? No. All the only nugget we get in this is Dendup's like I didn't choose sides, and it cost me or something. Yeah, it's like so what? Dooku invaded and installed Rash. Yeah, on like some sort. Of, but like, it was implied by the fucking Jedi of all people in the first episode that it was like a legitimate government. Yeah. So what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, it's very weird. I'm like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But like, as far as we know, he was like an elected piece of shit. Yeah. Like, as far as we know, that happens all the time. It happens every four years in this country. <laughs> God. I, so I don't get it. I let's where they say that? it multiple times. I don't get it. Yeah. They're like, he's not the legitimate. The real king is King Dundup. But it's yeah. like, how? So like, it's like a coup, like a military coup yeah. or something. They like fucking Colonel Sanders fucking do something. I have no idea how where they're coming from on this. We're probably not going to get the answers at this point. No. Uh, we're three episodes in. In fact, I know I watched the next one. We don't get the answers. So. <laughs> I guess just don't think about it. Um, he's bad. We'll just leave it at that. So after Steela's speech, we get to Rash and uh, Kalani has joined. Now, what can you tell us about Kalani, Adam? Can you give us like a Kalani lowdown on Kalani? Uh, I like Kalani. I like saying it. Kalani. Kalani is a... Where did I pull that off? So, yeah, the, he's the... Like we said last time, he's the new low-energy battle droid. Yeah, he's like the newest model. 
Yeah, I, I watched a video a while ago and it was talking about how the, the old models, I think Filoni was mentioning that they were starting to not work as well. Huh. Um, the clones were figuring out how to like work around their strategies and that type of thing. Yeah. So they needed to upgrade the tactical droids to these guys. Couldn't you just like install new programming? You'd think, but... We got to give them a whole new design and give them like cool little like tribal tattoos. Yeah, you got to sell toys, man. I guess. If it's like just a software update, you can't repurpose that action figure. Yeah. I don't know if you got a point there. I don't know. I just really feel like I, I compared it to like a, an iPhone. It's like, yeah. Well, yeah you yeah. just update your iOS. Like, yeah. why are we fucking buying these $800 phones? <laughs> it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. I can update to the latest iOS. And guess what? It's the same fucking thing that iOS 10 fucking versions ago was. Yeah. Like, what do they even change? It's so stupid. Like, got update. And, like, it's like nothing changes. The only thing they have now is the camera. And that's why every single year it's like the camera's better than ever because they can't do anything else. Well, they claim that you could film, like, a fucking, like, Hollywood quality video on it. Like, yeah. a movie. Like, they should use this, like, commercial where they're, like, shooting a movie. Yeah. It's like, that'd be a fucking shitty movie. Well, and, the, like, the camera is good. I'll give it that. Yeah, but, but it's, it's like, not like it's fucking. Not, yeah. It's not like a. You know, it's not like you can fucking film a Marvel Studios picture on the goddamn thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> fucking clown show order at Apple. <laughs> it all went out of shitter when Steve Jobs died. <laughs> um, this is our next clip, though. It's going to be Rash talking with Kalani and fucking Colonel Sanders. He's like the uh, general of the Andoran forces. Yeah, he's some kind of general. He's like Colonel Sanders he's, crossed with Dennis Franz. He's a mustache man. Yeah, he's a nice guy. So let's take a listen. Terrorists are no longer a nuisance, but a threat to Onderon. It is only a matter of time before they are all eliminated. How much longer before they plunge us into chaos? It seems they're only targeting the droid army. If you allow the Royal Onderon militia to assume control of security, the terrorists may stop and discuss terms. You will assume nothing, General Tandon. With their coordinated attacks and weapons, it is possible they're finding sympathy within your own ranks. The threat is external, and your reinforcements have done little to stop them. We will not negotiate with terrorists. They fear diplomacy. They embrace mayhem. What do we know about them? This is a, a very long clip, by the way. It's two minutes. It's a heads up. We've identified Stila Guerrera as the woman in the hologram. Her brother, Saw, is also part of the group, as well as the fugitive criminal, Lux Bonteri. The late Senator Mina Bonteri's son? Yes, my lord. Why was I not told of this? You just were. Enough! It's clear that Dendab is behind this. We mustn't allow his followers any momentum. Justice must come swiftly, without mercy. Bring him in! I'm cutting it off. It's, this goes on. They bring Dendup in, and he's just like, it's the will of the people. I got nothing to do with this. And fucking... Dendup also says, he's like, I've been in solitary confinement. Yeah, like, I've been locked fuck? in my prison cell yeah. this entire time. Yeah. Like, uh, but, you, but yeah, but basically it boils down like, no, you got to call it off. This is your fault. It's all happening because of you. He's going to be executed tomorrow. That's the plan. Yep. Now. He's like, well, we're going to make an example of you. We're going to execute Dindab you in public also, execution tomorrow. Dindab also says, like, it's not up to me. The will of the people is their own. And 
I think we've proven through marketing time and time again that the will of the people is never its own. It's no. just waiting to be manipulated by the next height sh- shuckster yeah. that comes along. Like the only way, you know, I mean, I guess uh, Denda probably has his own will. He's been isolated from fucking anything for the last year. Yeah. You know, so he he's probably got some original thoughts going on in his little noggin there. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, the, I took note of it'll come up later, but the fact it makes it sound he makes it sound like he's locked in like in like a six by eight box with no oh, windows. No. He's got a lovely. It's nuts. Yeah. When we get to it, we'll get. To yeah. It. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but basically it just boils down that they're going to execute end up public execution to hopefully quell this, make an example of him. Uh, we get to the Rebel hideout. Uh, we see Nina Futterman's character. Um, do we know her name? Yeah, Dono. Dono, yeah. Uh, she's heading back, and uh, she's carrying groceries. This is the... <laughs> I rewound it like three times. Okay, so she's heading <laughs> She's heading back to the Rebel hideout. She's got a bag of groceries. She's like two feet from the door. And she throws it down she on the steps. She just throws the groceries on the steps and just leaves them. Like, I... I, I wrote down at first, I was like, is that her lunchbox? Did she just toss her lunch down on the ground? Like, they did it to make it seem like she's in a real hurry to tell Stila about the Dendip execution, because she's like the eyes out in the street, I guess. Yeah. But like, why would you bring the groceries all the way there to just chuck them on the ground? It's You're so already there. Weird. You're it's not so weird. And then a few minutes later, I tried to see if they were still laying there, but I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> um, but it's so weird to me, like. Just like literally just throws a bag of groceries on the ground. Like we're using it as cover for like being a rebel. Like you wanted to seem inconspicuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, well, then why are you wearing your fucking helmet? <laughs> I know. They're all in full military garb while it, they're out walking around. Yeah. So like I also that's some good fucking food. What yeah. are you doing? It was nuts. I don't get it. It's it, it's one of those things every once in a while we'll get a scene like this in Clone Wars where just something weird happens yeah. and it just catches your eye. And well, it's, it's just like, funny to me like where they've skimped animation at times, <laughs> but then they leave like something like this in that makes no sense. Like, why did you even animate that? <laughs> yeah. Like, why did you go out and just have her hold it? It's just one hotshot animator that's like, no, nah, I'm not just going to have yeah. her walk down the steps. Yeah, I don't get it. I it was very It's a very odd it's maneuver. It's weird, yeah. But yeah, so she's uh, she goes there and you know she rushes in and notifies Stila of Dendup's pending execution. Saw so, uh, there's a little bit of debate that goes back and forth between Saw and Stila. Stila wants to wait to rescue him in like a public rescue right before the execution to make like a statement. But Saw's like, no, that's what they want. We got to break him out now. So there's some boring back and forth that I don't give a fuck about. Um, but it ultimately ends with Saw being like, well, I'm gonna go do it myself then. Yeah. And Saw heads out. He does give a, a hell of a line to Lux when Lux is trying to talk. Oh, yeah, down. I did. I did write that. Shit's on Lux. So that's cool. <laughs> he goes, Why don't you go write, <laughs> write a, a speech, speech about, about it? it. Yeah. Um, but Nina Futterman gets sent to watch him. Yeah. Um, they say, hey, yeah, you already got your helmet on. Why don't you just go out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trail him and just kind of keep an eye on while Saw. You're, while, while you're on your way back to the grocery store. It's so weird. <laughs> I know. You think they would take their fucking helmets off at yeah. least. I don't know. Maybe if they get pulled over by a guy, they're like, yeah, I got epilepsy. At yeah. least Lux and uh, and Saw like have cloaks, like at the very least. The other ones are just walking around. She literally just has her battle helmet on mm-hmm. and just right in the middle of the street. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, 
So, yeah, uh, Stila goes into another room and Lux comes in and tries to comfort her. He's like, don't worry, so I'll be fine. He's just, you know, what does she see in him? Like, I don't see these two together. Like, I don't understand. Opposites attract, I guess. Uh, Yeah. I mean, she's like a revolutionary and he's like a rich senator's son. Yeah. I guess he's technically a revolutionary now. But up until this point, he hasn't really done a whole lot of anything. No. He sucks. This is the first episode where he actually like does stuff. Like we actually see him doing like stuff. He does in one action. thing that I thought I was finally like, wow, he finally did something I didn't hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real, we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, so he's like trying to comfort Stila, and she just doesn't really want to think about the fact that Sa just ran off. And she brings up like a hollow of the execution site and starts planning. Um, I love any good map. Yeah, <laughs> any map hollow. Yeah, lots of map hollows in this arc. It's that handy turntable computer that just has, like, the <laughs> yeah, whole city yeah. preloaded in it. Um, Lux keeps, like, staring at her, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really make much sense. But all of a sudden, she just scolds Lux, like, don't look at me like that, Lux. And it's like, he's just looking at you. So, yeah, she scolds him for being horny. Um, <laughs> and then Lux is like, she's like, Lux, can you go do this for me? And, like, she sends him off to do, like, he's like a gopher, basically. So she sends him off to do something. Um, any thoughts on this scene? No, it's just boring. Yeah, it's boring. I don't, I don't, there's no, I don't, I don't, there's no passion. Tell me why I should care about any of these characters. There's no passion between them at all. No. No. This is like an arranged marriage. Yeah. Of some kind. Anakin, er, Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman had more chemistry in Attack of the Clones than these two do. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing there. No. And I'm having a very hard time, like, giving a shit about these characters no. at all. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. It's insane that they picked Saw to, like, bring to live action. He's such a throwaway character. In hindsight, like, that's the character yeah, well, that you picked. Yes. Like, I mean, I love him in Rogue One. I've said it, I've oh, said no, it no, no. multiple don't times. Don't get me wrong. Thank Christ. Yeah. I... I'm convinced Forrest Whitaker did not watch a second of Probably the Clone not. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> he just was like, well, oh, I no. mean, no, I no, don't no, know. No. I got it. I'm just going to act fucking nuts. This was our first introduction to him. There's more. Uh, you know, he's also in Rebels. Yep. So I'm sure we'll get something more. Um, but this introduction to him, he is like a throwaway nothing character. Yeah. There's like nothing interesting there. Yeah. He's just like the foil to assist. Like they have just like slightly different views. That's it. Yeah. There's no real like conflict or anything. There's just fucking boring. Their politics aren't even that different. It's just no. the way that they're going. They're having little tiny yeah. like arguments about nothing. No. It's like they have the same exact viewpoints and ideals of how to get things done. It's, it's just, just Saw getting wants there. them. Yeah. Saw's just not much of a statesman where she has like a little bit of that uh pol- pol- political, you know, personality, Acumen. you know. Uh, anyways, uh, Soka heads out to another room during this time, and she speaks with Obi-Wan and Anakin on Hollow, and that's going to be our next clip. I sense fear in you, Ahsoka. The rebels are divided. If they try to rescue the king now, I'm afraid we might lose them. We cannot control their fate. It's just, they're risking their lives to save just one. Do not underestimate the king's power. He represents hope and is critical to their success. responsible for them I know you do snips but remember purpose must come before feelings I know master step in only if you must but remember if this experiment is to become an effective strategy they must learn to survive on their own 
Yes, Master Kenobi. I understand. All right. Um, so, like, she busted out her lightsabers in the last episode, and this is one thing that we kind of stuck on a little bit, but the cat's out of the bag. Like, they're acting like it's still this discreet thing. Yeah, I know. But we saw her take out multiple droids, like, deflecting shots and protecting the rebels. You don't think one of those droids is like, oh, there's a Jedi? Yeah. Or, like, there's some sort of technology that, like, recorded the firefight, and they know... Like, benefit of the... the Benefit of the doubt, the only rational explanation I can All think the droids of, that saw her did not survive, and they didn't transmit any information. No, the only rational explanation is, like, I think the, an argument could be made that Kenobi and Anakin are saying, like, you can't fight all of these fights because once you leave, then they're not going to know how to fight. Yeah. Like, they're saying, like, stay out of it. Let them fight so they get the experience. So like yeah. once you leave, they can stand on their own. Two I feet. totally agree with that. I get, I can see it coming from that angle. Yeah, but my point is from the separatist side of things, they're like, oh, we go, we got a pure like, yes, out of this. It's like she already had her lightsabers yeah. out. Like no, they, there's, I, no, how do they not know? Yep, I completely agree with that. And they completely brush over that, like that she had her lightsabers out in the last episode, and she wasn't like aggressively attacking, but she was defending. So, like, how do they not know that the Jedi aren't there? And then, like, when she there's, like, this the reveal in this episode, they're like, oh, my God, a Jedi. In the first episode, Obi-Wan and Anakin had their lightsabers out and were, like, defending and deflecting. At the base. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of like, why are, they, why are they trying to be so discreet about this when they've, like, shown themselves multiple times? I, it, it, like, boggles my mind yeah, trying yeah. to comprehend this. It makes no fucking sense to me. Where were we? Okay. I do like when Obi-Wan gives Ahsoka advice, though. Yeah, it's like, this is how it should be. Like, once yeah. once I heard Obi-Wan, like, I sense fear in you, Ahsoka. I was like, oh, man, that's Yeah, nice. and one thing I did like about this episode is, like, every time Ahsoka hollows, like, Obi-Wan's the first one to talk yeah. to her. yep. It's fucking great. It is. I, like, I don't know why that is. Like, you would yeah. think that Anakin would be taking point with his yeah. apprentice, but... No, deferring to Obi-Wan in here. And there's a line in the next episode that I, like, loved. Okay. I'll tell you off air, and we'll talk about it in the next record. But, okay, so we get to Saw. He's sneaking through the street. <laughs> what? Saw wound up in an Assassin's Creed level. <laughs> yeah, so he's basically just, it, it's kind of like the first Assassin's Creed yeah. is what it reminded me of. He's just sneaking around with his hood up. Yep. Some good hood. The last uh, the last episode, it made me want to play uh, Metal Gear Solid 4. There you go. Or 3. One of the Metal Gears, because they were like, sneaking around yeah. the power plant and stuff and it okay. reminded me of like yeah. doing that in metal gear well and this one made me want to watch assassin's creed yeah this actually made me want to play like the arkham games because he shoots the tow cable and yeah, he, like, yeah, climbs yeah. like batman does yep. you know so he's sneaking around the streets he gets to like the prison i guess it is and he shoots uh he shoots like a a tow cable latches on and like pulls himself up like the rock climbing gear yep. and shit um, so he gets up to like the roof of the prison and like King Dendup is just like walking around in this like atrium. Apparently his prison cell has a beautiful balcony. Yeah. It's like this, like, it's like a, it's like a large balcony with like a, with manicured bushes and everything. Yeah, It's like a garden area and it's like open. It's fully open air. Yeah. It's just surrounded by walls, but it's open air. It's like this nice atrium. Area. And it's huge. It's huge. And he has all this room to roam. Um, I guess it's just like his like R and R time. They probably throw him in the little cell later. Okay, it's very nice yeah. of him to let him walk around. You know, the old man has to move. <laughs> it would be great if he was just pumping iron <laughs> once he got. Yeah, there. I mean that's like his, <laughs> that's the area. But I did not see any weight bench there, and he's apparently the only prisoner. So, 
There's only one guard watching him, too. One standard droid. And Saw just rips his head off. Yeah, so Saw jumps down there and rips the droids out of him. This is not the first droid head he's ripped off. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. been one or two others. He's getting good at it. Yeah, and then Saw talks with Dendop, and he's like, my king, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, Dendop's like, you're not the ones, you're not doing this in my name or anything. He's like, no, we're acting independently, this and that, blah, blah, blah. It's, just, oh, it's all boring. It's yeah, all yeah. boring. It's, it's, I'm not invested in this at all. Uh, Dendup does like blame himself for not taking sides. Like I should have chosen sides and yeah. then he the makes, choice was made for me. Yep. He makes the whole point. Like he left a power vacuum basically. And it allowed yeah. this one dude to seize power and side with the separatists. But, Still not clear how, but, but that makes me wonder like, okay, but you want like, it's like, I get it. We like the Republic, but from his standpoint, it's yeah. like siding with the Republic would have been not necessarily any better. You're just going to have another, to like yeah. of your own admission corrupt foreign government coming in and yeah he said he city. literally says they're both corrupt yeah so it's like yeah you probably did the right thing then not choosing i mean if you're a man of principle yeah and you think they're both corrupt then why would you, you yeah know? that yeah so anyways uh there's some back and forth nothing too exciting uh but he gets really excited when jaw's like the jedi are on our side we can win this and he gets like super he's like i've been waiting for this day forever and it's like okay as soon as he said i've been waiting for this day for a long time i was like oh please tell me he's gonna tell the jedi to fuck off no it would be great if it was just an old man like i've been waiting for the opportunity to tell the jedi to fuck all the way off yeah but that's not what it is (laughs) and so that also the fact that that isn't what it is it's like Dude, you just said they were both corrupt, and yeah. that's why you didn't choose sides. And then as soon as you hear the Jedi, you're like, oh, well, okay. I know! So why wouldn't you just, if you had to choose a side, why would you choose a side that the Jedi are on <laughs> since you respect them so much? It's it's so, it's, yeah, it's just so nuts. Yeah, 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 I don't fucking know. Whatever. It's like, um, okay, do you remember in the Moncal arc when we had trouble like keeping track of where the characters were just because like everything kind of looked the same and we like couldn't keep track of where physically they are on the battlefield. Yeah, the physics of a fully underwater episode are hard to comprehend. I feel like in this arc we're having the same problem but with like the plot. Like yeah. I have trouble like keeping track of like where things are, like yeah. why certain things happened. This is like um this was like a rough draft that was never like finalized and they just went with the rough draft. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, basic ideas that they just kind of, like, plopped together and, like, didn't really think about the holes that they were dealing with here. It sucks because it could have been a really good arc. Yeah. Like, if they, like, they could have put this together really well. But it really feels like they just didn't fucking care. No! I mean, this is, like, the most plot hole filled arc that we've had in a long time. Yeah. Like, even Moncal, from, like, a plot perspective, made more sense. <laughs> yeah. I did. mean, just, like, visually and, like, having to watch something, it was more painful. Yeah. But, like, I, I at least, like, got it, kind of. You know, it made some sense. And you know? there were there were gems that came out of it. Oh, like, yeah. You got the... Uh... I got it. Hold on here. <laughs> <laughs> and we got our new... Uh... Mina Tills. A- album art. Yeah, Mina Tills, Senator Tills. Yeah. We got a Tills action figure now, too. <laughs> 10 bucks. ten bucks can't go wrong for 10 bucks that's the best 10 bucks you'll ever spend uh, um okay so yeah after a little like after he gets super horny for the jedi um he's like dude did, did I, whatever let's not whatever um yeah he's like all right well let's get out of here so like he shoots his fucking gatling gun and it just like it's like a it's a one-way shield so like it just hits like this invisible shield yeah and it triggers an alarm and they're like immediately surrounded by like 20 Destroyers, fucking droids yeah like 
Yeah, there was only one battle droid on the roof, but apparently there was like 50 like on the next door. <laughs> yeah. So, like immediately taken into custody. Uh, Nina Futterman, it should be said, her character is watching this the whole time, unlike her. So, she's, she's got the info on Saw. Um, so, we get back to the Rebel base, and it's going to be our next clip. Do any of you have questions? It's a risky plan, but it's our best shot. Ahsoka, will you join us? I can't. I've already been more involved than the Council wanted. I'm afraid I've been instructed to sit this one out. They have Saw. He's alive, but I watched them take him away. We have to save him. Yeah! They all start, like, arming up. No. We have to save King Dendam. We don't have time or the bodies to do both. He's your brother. That's what Saul would want, what he would expect. And I expect the same from everyone in this room. I know it's a hard choice, but I agree. Purpose must come before feelings. Okay, so uh, Nina Futterman, uh, a.k.a. Asajj Ventress, a.k.a. What's her character's actual name? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Okay, I can remember it yeah. now. I'm not going to need to remember it for long. Um, comes back, and they're planning things out in the Rebel base. They're going forward with the public. Uh, you know, they're going to save them publicly and make, like, a statement with it. So they're going forward with the planning. Uh, Nina comes back and just says, hey. Saw's been caught. I mean, shocking. Yeah. You know, like, really, like, it's almost like they expected, like, what was, they either expected that or that he was going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know what they're expecting because they're going forward with the other plan, like, full bore. So, um, so, yeah, um, that is what's going on. Um, and they're all about ready. All the rebels are like, well, let's go get Saw back. We got to get Saw and uh, Stila makes like the decision, like no, like we have the King Dendip is the key to all of our things. We have to go. We're, we're yeah. going to save him. It's the reason why they picked her as the leader yeah. because she sees the bigger picture. Yeah, and like this is like the most like in depth or like tough decision we get into with any character in this. Like she, her brother's been caught, but she's like, no, we're going to stick with the original plan. Uh, and she even says like that's what Saw would want. Yep. So that's what they're going to be doing. Um. We get to Saw quick. He's being tortured by Kalani. It's the good old, uh, like, um, I'm floating in the air and being electrocuted torture device that we've yeah. seen so many times. Um, I think what was last? Was Hondo? We saw it with Hondo. Oh, we did see it with Hondo. Yeah. Who is the one that, I think Cad Bane was torturing a Jedi and, like, ended up killing him because of it? I think it was a Rodian Jedi way back when. Was that? Yeah, it was Cad Bane. Um, also, we saw, I think, uh, C-3PO. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, C-3PO was also tortured in some sort of strange way like this. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those weird episodes where it was like R2 and 3PO like going off and like R2's like getting I think that's when polished. R- that's when R2 was at the car wash. <laughs> yeah, C-3PO is being tortured while R... Yeah, like the, the dynamics of the two scenes were pretty great. Like R2 is just like having the time of his life, like being polished and like pampered and 3PO is just getting like torched. Again, bums me out that there is like a torture bot whose like sole purpose yeah. is to torture people. Yep. Um, so yeah, Saw's so being tortured in this thing. Uh, Kalani is there, and Colonel Sanders was. I don't, what do we even have to name this guy? 
Yeah, mustache man. Mustache man. He looks like I'm telling you, he's like Dennis Franz crossed with Colonel Sanders, <laughs> and he's wearing like the gear of like a Roman soldier. Tandon. Yeah, near a Tandon. He's got like the perfect like like crew cut, like old yeah. policeman, like flat top yeah. crew cut with the like Joseph Stalin. He's mustache. every like generic TV detective ever, like every like captain of a police force and some yeah. generic, like, you know, ever. He's just whatever. Um, so Kalani's like torturing him pretty hard here. And Colonel Sanders eventually is like, that's enough. We need him alive. You know, he's got more information on these fucking terrorists or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't fucking care. This fucking shit. He's sucks. speaking truth to power. He says, yeah. like, if you kill him, you're going to create two more of them. Yeah. So they're, he's like, don't make a martyr out of him. We got to keep him alive. And then he like scolds Kalani. Like, I don't agree with your tactics. Like, you're really effective, but I don't agree with your tactics or something along those lines. He's just like, Kalani's just torture Because yeah. he says, if like, this is doing this is just going to create more of these guys. Yeah. And Kalani's like, well, then I'll torture them too. And he, he said, that's when he like complains about the droids' tactics. Because yeah. it's not looking into the future much. I'm glad you paid more attention to that scene than me. Yeah um so after but, that like the fact that they're using the word i just love the fact that this is a kids show and kids are learning words like martyr and insurgent yeah <laughs> it's a beautiful thing um after this uh colonel sanders dennis france takes saw into an interrogation room and he's going to try to do some of his standard interrogation tactics and that's going to be our next clip the separatists have very little compassion or patience for things that stand in their way we have a duty to protect what's ours, General. A duty once entrusted to you. I thought you depleted your arrogance with Kalani. <laughs> it replenishes every hour. <sighs> King Rash is the crowned head of Onderon. What's yours is his, and he will do with it as he pleases. Dendup is the true king. Are you following Why? his orders? Yeah. We take orders Why? from no one. Aligning yourself with the past does not bode well for your future. We share the same future. We can sit here as free men or servants of the Separatists. I am free. Well, you have chosen to become a terrorist. I'm not a terrorist. I'm a patriot. And resistance is not terrorism. King Dendup chose his people instead of taking a side in the intergalactic war. Separatists have taken over Onderon. Because we let them. All right. And so that's the end of that scene. We got a killer dirty diaper droid walking around, though. Yeah, really showing Serving me something. Serving him up some drinks. Yeah, so he brought the water in for Saw. Like, uh, Colonel Sanders, very nice, gave him some water. Um, but the dumpy droid comes in, serves up the water, and then just, like, chills and watches this conversation. <laughs> Like the dumpy droid's really cool, and they even zoom in on dumpy droid's face from like when uh, during the exchange, and he's like he kind of like nervously looking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, dumpy droid really showing us something there in the interrogation room. Um, our next scene is the uh, execution is about to begin. We're in this big city square area. Um, I did note here now there's a lot of people there, and much more than the four people we saw rioting. Yep. But they all look the same. The one that's I wrote down, apparently only humans yeah. are allowed to watch yes. executions on this planet. And all Andoran humans look the same. Literally earlier in this episode, oh, yeah, yeah. there, there was, was a Twilight of species. Thorians. Yeah. But like, okay, so it's all but like all human Andorans look exactly the same. It's and they've like all gathered here. Paste. Yeah. They look like Cher. 
Every single woman looks like Cher. There's like three outfits, too. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't use the Mandalorian guy. No. They just created a whole new guy for generic Onderin. God, I wish they would have just put put him in there. Yeah, just one. Just one of them. <laughs> yeah. It could have been a thing. Um, So King Rash, you know, he babbles on about how Dendip is a terrorist and how he's the only person that can protect them. Um, Like the... The apparatus that they're going to use to execute him is like this ray shield looking thing. It's a laser guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> and like, of course, he's eating an apricot and he just <laughs> he's like. He's got a pear. Is it a pear? <laughs> it looks like okay. a pear. And so he puts it in the thing to demonstrate it. And like the two guards hit it and it just cuts the pear in half. Yeah. Um, so imagine like the ray shields that block Obi-Wan from Darth Maul and Phantom Menace. Yeah. Like a small square of those yeah. that you can pass through. But then when you hit it, it like it cuts anything. It out. turns solid and cuts anything in there in half. Yeah. So, so it's like a laser guillotine. Really funny how Rash used the fucking... He, this dude, like there's so much he fruit stuff going on with this guy. nuts about fruit. Earlier in the yeah. episode, he had a new bowl full of different yeah. kinds of We fruit. got some fruit clips to play and we'll talk fruit, but we're going to save it for when I have <laughs> any amount of energy because like... So we'll save it for the last episode of this arc because the fruit deserves like some deep conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you we'll thought, have to, yeah. You thought uh, Color Chat was a hit. Yeah. Just wait until we get the yeah. fruit talk. Wait until we start up Fruit Fiesta. You're going <laughs> to love it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, fucking Rash just babbles on. He's really fucking annoying, and I could give two shits about anything that's going on here. Um, so after he demonstrates slicing the fucking fruit in half, um, Dendup is placed in position, and, like, you cut to the Rebels like in the crown and like steals like wait 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 it's like what are you waiting for they're waiting until the last possible second i don't yeah and like and then when she's finally like okay now like right when they're about to fucking hit the thing to chop his head off like all she does is just like jump up and just snipe a couple of them yeah and it's just like they could have done that from the shadows and been a yeah. lot more effective you could have done that 30 seconds ago but even sitting there wait yeah. Wait, wait. Like, it, does it have to be like the most dramatic possible moment? Is that what they're going for? I here? guess. <sighs> and then, like, after she starts shooting the droids and they all jump into action, like, Lux finally, like, does something unique and he just, like, takes a couple smoke bombs out and, like, shovels <laughs> them into the ground. <laughs> it's like the whole area is smoky as they're, like, diving into attack and take the King Denda back. Um, so they, like, charge in and, like, Lux just punches Rash in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. And that was like the one cool thing Lux has he ever like done. He like jumps and comes down with his yeah. fist on his head. Yeah, like Rash is not even looking and Lux just smokes him in the back <laughs> of the head. It's really funny. And then Rash, <laughs> it doesn't look like he's knocked unconscious at first because he goes like, ah, yeah. he like holds the back of his head and yeah. then he just kind of like goes out of frame. Yeah. Um. But so like... They really, they, they ice, like, all the droids that were there, like, right at the fucking apparatus where they're going to execute them. And they're like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. And so, like, they start, like, trying to sneak through the crowd. And, like, they're greeted by some super battle droids. And, of course, Dundo, Dono? Dono. Dono. Uh, she is shot by a super battle droid and dies. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Like, as soon as they're about to escape through the crowd. And then, like, um, a bunch more droids just start to surround them and they have to surrender. So, like, apparently they only took into uh, account, like, the security that was, like, right there at the stage. Yeah. Not, like, probably the thousands of droids surrounding the whole area. This is also the exact same thing that happened to them 
earlier in the episode. Once they started taking out regular battle droids, they just called in the super battle droids. Yeah. Like, they just dropped them out. They could have seen this one coming. Yeah. No, I mean, they must have thought they were going to hit it a lot quicker than that. I don't know. I don't get it. Whatever. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, the rebels are, they surrender. Dendup's like, surrender, surrender. And it's like, okay, cool, dude. Um, so they surrender. The crowd is not happy about it. Like all the generic Andorans are just like, boo, this yeah. sucks. And the entire time, Tandon is watching from like a balcony, a balcony above. Um, but Dendup, you know, they take them all into custody and Rash implies like, all right, well, I'm going to execute all of them in front of you now. And so they place Dendup into the uh, apparatus again. And like right as they're about to kill him this time, Colonel Sanders, Dennis Franz runs out and uh, he's got a bunch of guards with him. Yeah. But like honoring guards. Before that happened, Ahsoka started walking because Ahsoka. Yeah, they're still... coming to Ahsoka in the crowd. She's like hooded up, walking towards. And she takes know. her lightsaber out, like she is going to step yeah, in. Yeah, like this, point. this is where Ahsoka is going to step in. But Tandon beats her to the. Tandon beats her to it. Um, and like all the droids, there's like a ton of battle droids. There's commando droids. There's the fucking um, the cool, the droids that Grievous always has with um, Magna guards. Magna guards. Those are what the executioners looked like. Um, <laughs> the best is Tandon gets rash in like a headlock. He just like grabs him like yeah. a little toy in like. Well, the th- okay. So the thing is, with all the guards that Colonel Sanders runs out with, like all the droids are neutered by like ancient spears. It's like weird, yeah. They literally like they are dressed like Roman soldiers in like the year zero. Yeah, and they have like spears, and like the droids are like, oh shit, and like just fucking like yeah. backing up. Like it's like the droids can just shoot them. <laughs> it's like, it's like they heard about what the Gungans did to Grievous with yeah. their spears, and now they're all freaked out. Yeah, they see a spear. It's like the biggest <laughs> droid fear is like a fucking spear, like a well placed spear. But I'm just sitting there like they're backing up because they have spears to their face. And I'm just like, you could just shoot them. They just shot one like in the chest without a second thought. Yeah. But as soon as the guys run out with spears, it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. What are we doing here? Um, So, yeah. Uh, so uh, while that's going on, Colonel Sanders like takes rash and like holds him hostage. Um, so the rebels escape with Dendup while he's holding him. Um, but. After they've all escaped, it's just, like, Colonel Sanders, like, holding Rash. And, like, as soon as he lets Rash go, they're just going to ice him. So, while this is going on, you see Ahsoka, and Ahsoka just dives in and saves him. She does a pretty sweet move. She does a cool force push and just, like, chucks a bunch of droids everywhere. She, like, does the force push, but, like, moves her arms outward. So, it, like, kind of, yeah. It goes in, like, an arc or a wave. Yeah, so it knocks a bunch of droids over, and Ahsoka saves him. Uh, The crowd... They escape into the crowd, and then the crowd like does this thing where they kind of get in the way of the droids that are trying to pursue them, and yeah. allows them to escape. So, like all the honorans that look exactly the same, all the shares just like block the droids' way. These droids are like really like. It's funny to me, like how these droids like are not roughing up the citizens at all. Like you think know. with these evil separatists, they just be like shooting people that got in their way, but no, like they're very like, they're very like. I don't know. They like allow a peaceful protest. Like it's, it's interesting. Weird, yeah. yeah it's just it's there's the, the dynamics be, of this fucking Andrin shit are so weird. Man. There's got to be the some place. like the only explanation is they know that if they open fire on civilians, it would lead to some kind of like, like they're already on anarchy. Razor, like it's already like a razor thin like thing where yeah. they're just like they don't want them there. But if they do that, it's going to start a full on like rebellion. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess. I don't know. That's the only explanation I can take. But the dynamics are so weird. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like clearly like a civil war going on here. Like we just saw thermal detonators going off in the capital city. Yeah. It's so weird, man. It's this whole fucking thing. It's just so weird. (laughs) Uh, So we get back to the rebel base and it's denned up and all these fucking nerds. Uh, Soka gets on the hollow with Obi Wan and Anakin. Last part of the scene there. I don't know. I'm just going to play it till the end of the fucking episode. Why now? It was time for a new approach, my lord. Do I have your loyalty and that of the army? You also yeah, have ours. guys! With your <laughs> rule, <laughs> our numbers will grow. Thanks, child. Your mother would be proud. Thank you, my lord. We must first win the will of the people. That is the only way. The Separatists will assemble their forces. Count Dooku will want me dead more than ever. Then we'll have to teach them another lesson. Together. We'll teach you! Ahsoka, I knew you couldn't resist a good fight. Am I becoming that predictable? Only to me. The Separatists definitely know we're backing the Rebels. Then prepare yourself. Yeah. The real fight is about to begin. Will you be able to send some help? That's up to the Council, Ahsoka. All right. I completely forgot that this was Lux's home planet until yeah. he said your mother would be proud. Yeah. Like, I, his mother was like fully on board the Separatist cause. It's yeah. Ugh. Like the whole like she literally was. Yeah. Like, that was an entire episode. She defended Dooku. Yes. Like, I, his mother would not support, like, clearly his mother was, like, on the side of rash and, like, separatist control of, you know, yeah. like. What did this episode get on IMDb? <laughs> well, this was a truncated episode. I mean, we're getting into it here. Oh, yeah. What did this get on IMDb? Uh, 7.6. So a slight uptick. Slight uptick from last, last one was seven point five. Yeah. Why did I give the last one? Um, you gave the last a six, one but really a five point five. Yeah. I gave it the ill no bump. Yep. Well, this is gonna need the ill no bump. I'm in a fucking mood. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't feel good at all. If you if you gotten this far in the recording, you're probably like, wow, Tom, something's wrong because I don't feel great. Yeah. I was. I said I was at like seventy percent energy. I think I'm at like fifty now. Like yeah. as soon as we're done here, it's nap You've time. Slowly been depleting over yeah. the last hour. A couple coughing fits will do that to you. Yeah. Uh honestly, like if I wasn't in such a bad mood, I'd probably be more kind. But there are so many plot holes. I care so little about any of these characters. <laughs> yeah, Colonel Sanders getting introduced. Thing. <laughs> the droids are scared of fucking sticks. <laughs> Why is everybody dressed like a fucking, like, Roman, you know? Uh, did you see the paintings, too, in, like, the throne oh, yeah, room? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's, Caesar. It's very Roman, yeah. Yeah. I hate this shit, man. I hate it. I want to be done. I'm giving it a fucking three, and that's with... <laughs> that's with the .5 you'll know bump. I'm going to have to cough again. I would go on, but I fucking hate this. I'm sorry. I hate it. The thing that sucks about it, it's so boring. They could have kept all of the like ingredients in it and just constructed it differently, and it could have been a good arc. Yeah. Like the roaming shit, like, I think that's, that's fine. That's no. fine. They could have executed it so much better. Yeah, I mean, the whole, the whole Spears thing is like the least of my concerns here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still it's funny. But... 
I they could not have like I swear to God they just did not care about this arc. Yeah, they were just like I don't know, just fucking use that shit that we had laying around. Yeah, I it's it's like they had nothing better to do for a month. Yeah, I whatever. I yeah, I honestly I did not enjoy this, and it's probably like knocked down two points just because of the mood I'm in. Yeah, but yeah, three. I gave the last one a five. Um. And I definitely liked this episode more than the last episode, <laughs> so I have to go higher than five. And I I think I like this episode more than the first episode, too, but I can't bring myself to give this thing a seven. So I'll go 6.75. You liked it that much? I liked it more than the first episode. It's pretty high. I, there's a lot more going on in this one than there was the first one. You just gave it a higher rating than you gave Shadow Warrior. What did I give Shadow Warrior? 6.5. All right, I'm giving it a 6.5. This is better. Shadow Warrior is better than this. Absolutely, but I gave the first one a 6.5. I can't. I don't know. I I hate it. Judging it solely on this arc, I think it's the strongest one I've seen so far. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll see if I favor it a little bit more after I feel fully better be something to discuss yeah. on our next record over the weekend. So, all right. So, a uh, fucking three and a 6.5. There it is. Oof. Is that the biggest differential we've ever had? Maybe. That's a pretty big split. Yeah. That's a pretty big split. Always look on the light side of life. All right, light side what? moment of the episode. What are you going to give this for a light side moment? Well, like, clearly it's like Obi-Wan like chatting up Ahsoka. That's exactly what I put down. It's that was, fun. That like, was the I highlight. Like, I really feel like Ahsoka as Obi-Wan's Padawan would have been fucking cool. Yeah. Because they're good. Like, it's, you know, they kind of their their views on things would clash a little bit. Like, Ahsoka is just Anakin is just too like I'm going to dive in and just go ahead first and Ahsoka's all too game for that yeah I like how Obi-Wan has her like practicing patience and you know Anakin being is, reserved Anakin is very much like do what I say not as I do but Obi-Wan actually is trying to set an example mm-hmm. um yeah also the voice work coming out of uh what's the guy that voices Obi-Wan's name James again? Arnold Taylor the voice work coming out of him is awesome yeah it's really cool like I think an Ahsoka Obi-Wan dynamic would have been really fun yeah just like Obi-Wan, like, trying to reel in this, like, really excitable kid. Yep. You know, that's, like, super powerful. But, like, he's like, no, no, you got to be patient with these sort of things. Like, and we've seen it with Plo Koon in the episode. She went around with Plo Koon where he's like, you've taken on a lot of your master's more undesirable qualities. And, like, how she's just, like, trying to dive in headfirst into these investigations and, like, just, like, interrogate people all weirdly and stuff. And Plo Koon's like, fucking chill. Yeah. Just chill a little bit. I think that was when we were talking about how, like, it's obvious that all of the jedi hate anakin hate anakin and like don't want to put up with his shit anymore i'm pretty sure mace like leads a fucking like no anakin's (laughs) club on tuesday nights where they all get there and just talk shit and like obi-wan walks by he's like what are you guys doing oh nothing (laughs) nothing good day master kenobi if you only knew the power of the dark side Oh, obi-wan he loves that anakin man he does he's got a soft spot for him all right dark side moment of the episode. Um, it's just the characters, man. I just don't care. Yeah. I just, they're not interesting to me. 
And Saw is like the most interesting dude in like the fucking live action I've seen since, you know, in like 20 years. I could watch him for like the entirety of his own movie. And when I saw him in this arc, I was really excited. I was like, oh, fuck, Saw. And it's just, it's been the biggest letdown, man. God, they, oh, they have to bring him in for Andor. Do you think he would come in for Andor? It's Forrest Whitaker. They can get him. (laughs) Forrest loves to act. But yeah, it's just, I'm going to say, just saw his character so far. It's just, it's been a letdown. My child. Come. 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 (laughs) He doesn't. (laughs) Lies. Deceptions. Oh, Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Okay. What what do you got for Darkseid? Uh,. I wrote down for Darkseid just the fact that they left <laughs> they left Duno or Dono like lying in the dog like a lying in the street like a dog once she got shot. Yeah, and like she's like she was like your fucking uh she did it all for you. Yeah, she was the only one out running around. <laughs> Granted, she kept her military uniform on the entire time. Yeah, but they all but, did that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she was like your instant card shopper too. Yeah, after she got shot, they just were like, "All right, see you later." Yeah, and like Seal is like, "No," but that's it. Yeah, I feel like like she was like a major supporting player in the last few episodes. She was the genesis of how Steela got the part of she nominated leader. Steela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I can get with that. So a couple of dark side moments there uh, as I try to process what I need to do next. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Rex. I can't do it today. I can't. I can't. Chibata. (laughs) There it is. Mandate. Chibata brand. I can't say it properly. Mandate. I'm being canceled by this cold. (laughs) Mandate. Get it on. Mandate. Do you see who he had on as a guest? Uh, Give me three guesses, okay? Yeah. Ben Shapiro. There it is. Okay. (laughs) Like when? Today? Uh, a couple of days ago. Does he have him on like every three weeks now? Yeah. He, his roster of guests has gotten so, so short. So is it just like Prager, Shapiro, Dave Rubin? Yep. Um, you can guess them all. Uh, Jordan Peterson's probably been on there. He has in the past. I don't think he's been on recently. Okay. Um, okay, so I got... Who did I got? I got Dave Rubin. Has, how many times has Rubin been on there? Oh, he's... Yeah. He, he comes in and out all the time. How does that guy have anyone following him? I know. It's ridiculous. Like, like a fucking Tucker Carlson. Like, I can, I, like a horrible piece of shit. But, like, I watch him. I'm like, okay, I get it. He came on, like, two weeks ago. He was, he okay. was on there. But, I like, you can understand. Like, the guy has some charisma, and he's, yes. like, a good talker. Yeah. Like, Dave Rubin is so goddamn boring. Yeah. Dude, you know what I have to do? I need to read some passages from that. I told remember. <laughs> I read Dave Rubin's book. He has no talent at all. It is hilarious. What's the best is there's a clip online you can find of Dave Rubin interviewing Ben Shapiro. And Dave asks Ben, because Dave Rubin is a a gay man. And he asks Ben Shapiro, if I invited you to my wedding, would you come? And Ben Shapiro's like, no, I wouldn't. And like Dave doesn't even stick up for himself. He's just like, well, I, I guess that's that's your views. And I can't control that it's yeah, like and come like, on man just tell like, him to go dude, fuck himself like dude i get that you're like playing the bit yeah but like have some self-respect like if that's who you truly are he can't cut off that he literally train. just is like basically telling you that he thinks that you're a lesser being than yes him. and then he tried he even tried to like scale it down and was like all right how about 
how about if I invited you and your wife over just for dinner with me and my husband? And Shapiro was like, did some like wavering, but then eventually was like, well, I would have to think about that. How can you even sit down and be interviewed by him then, sir? I know. They're all grifters. Oh, yeah. It's so disgusting. And so like, obviously, it's just all gross pieces of shit. It's gross, man. But yeah, his book is a horrible piece of shit. <laughs> I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of books in my day. It is the worst book I've ever read. I'm behind the bastards. And I've read a self-published book called My Simple Changes when I first got ulcerative colitis (laughs) by like some random fucking dude who says he cured his UC. And it was like a self-published book that I got off Amazon. And it just like filled with typos and just like terrible narrative. That's awesome. And it blows Dave Rubin's book out of the water. Oh Dave Rubin, God. like, talks with, like, I think one of the first chapters is, like, talking about when he came out yeah. to some people, like his friends, and then 9-11 was the next day. And he's like, I was walking around the streets in New York, and I was like, oh, my God, I came out, and now this happens. And he was, like, he was, like, processing coming out by being, like, God's punished, 9-11 happened because I came out. <laughs> like... He, he doesn't like literally mean that but that's like what was going yeah, yeah, on yeah, his head yeah. like i can't believe this is happening the day after i came out it's like one well, i don't even believe that yeah um but still like just like oh gosh i'm you behind know. the bastards every once in a while they'll just like do an episode where they read they do nothing but read ben shapiro's book <laughs> oh it's yeah. just awful because he wrote some novel i listen to one yeah the novel he tries to <laughs> yeah, write yeah. some like tom clancy fucking yeah. some tom clancy like vince flynn shit right <laughs> yep yeah the be- the other part that I love is anytime I'm watching one of like the left wing grifters that I listen to, yeah. Every- anytime they talk about Ben Shapiro, they always put up the picture of him dressed as Sephiroth from Final Fantasy. Have you seen that picture? No. It's like Ben Shapiro as like a twenty year old nerd, and he's like standing with sunglasses with a giant katana. <laughs> you gotta pull it up. <laughs> All right, Ben Shapiro. Final Fantasy. Um, or just type in like Katana. Oh, that? <laughs> yeah. Is that actually him? Is that actually him? I think so. It has to be. Look at him. Jesus Christ. It's fucking great. If that's actually him. <laughs> it says this was Ben Shapiro in high school. That's a regular size sword. He's just very short. <laughs> What is going on? There's a lot going he on. He is such a piece of shit. I hate him so much. Uh, all right. Okay, the, so we other, really got off track. Just one, more, one more. The other part that I loved is a couple of months ago when he came out against Nicki Minaj and he was like reading lyrics from Wet Ass oh, Pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even Joe Rogan was like, come on, Ben. Like, you got it. You can't. You can't be doing stuff like this. Like, you just sound like such a fucking nerd. Even Rogan, like, gave up on him and, like, couldn't defend him. Well, I remember when, like, Rogan had him on and, like, Rogan actually, like, pushes back on a lot of his shit. Yeah. Like, he was, like, uh, on, like, you know, like, white privilege and stuff. Like, Ben was, like, really ardently against that. He's like, come on. You oh, really yeah. think it would be, you know, like, you really think it's it just as easy to be black in this, yep. you know, like... To be white as it is black, like, you know. In that one, I think uh, Shapiro was talking about, like, it was right when Colin Kaepernick was, like, doing his uh-huh. kneeling um, during the na- national anthem. And Shapiro was just, like, irate about that. And then Rogan's like, yeah, but didn't a veteran tell him to do that? Yeah. And Shapiro's like, no, 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 no. And Rogan's like, no, no, I think 
I, I yeah, think it was. he is. No, and he like read the story on air like yeah. with Shapiro and he was just like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, because to... he was originally just sitting on a bench and then yeah. there was like a former professional football player who was also like a serviceman. Yeah. And like told him like, I think it'd be more respectful if you kneeled. And so he did. Yeah. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Dark Horse Hero of the Week episode. <laughs> well, you know, we managed to get off track. Yeah. We just waited till the fucking bitter end of this. Dark Horse Hero of the episode. I got to go with Dumpy Droid. Dumpy Droid. I came, Dumpy Droid in the interrogation room really showing me something. I came close to, to giving it to him, but I came close to that. I came close to the Athorian uh, shop owner in yeah. the front, fruit vendor. Um, but... Just because it helped us get through the episode, I'm giving Dark Horse Hero to Hall's Cough Drops. There we go. Uh, Hall's Relief. I've had a lot of these during the support. How many am I on? Like four? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Mm, they're tasty treats. Okay, so Hall's Cough Drops and Dumpy Droid. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All-star of the episode. Obviously, no R2 in this one, so we're going to have to get creative. I'm actually going to give it. I didn't even mention my all-star because I'm just so out of it. When we first get into King Rash's throne room with Colonel Sanders and Kalani, when they come out and they're like, okay, well, who are these? Who are the ones that we know? They're like, oh, it's uh, blah, blah, blah. That scene, there is a astromech that comes out. Yes. And he's got a pyramid head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it to Pyramid Astromech Droid. Because he just like rolls out and just like immediately hops to it and just yep. like blares out the hollow doing images. A great job. Yeah, and he's got a really cool pyramid head. Yep. He's very interesting looking. Yep. He's a funky, funky Astromech. I forget the the model of that one, but yeah. yeah. He's cool. And yep. it's like yellow. It's got a cool color vibe to it. And he makes his own unique beeps and boops. Yeah. Um, so Pyramid Head Astromech, you are my all-star of the episode. Who do you got? Um, I just went with Mustache Man. Curl Mustard Sanders? Tandon. Near Tandon? Yeah, okay. Tandon came through. So, And he's got a hell of a crew cut and nice mustache. So He reminds me of my dad. <laughs> this is like everybody's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who he is. Um, Yeah, I mean, his soldiers, too, honorable all-star stem for fucking wielding those sticks and just scaring the shit out of battle droids. <laughs> Super battle droids, nonetheless. And goddamn Magna Guards, just like the Magna Guards who fight Jedi, like them on the spot, <laughs> are like, oh shit, they got sticks. They don't back down from lightsabers. Yeah, just right into it. We've seen Obi-Wan take one's head off and it continued to fight. Yeah. But as soon as you put a fucking an ancient spear to its face, it just freezes up. I'm telling you, ever since Grievous, they're freaked out, man. The Gungans. Shadow Warrior is the gift that keeps giving. All right. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, <coughs> naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. I'm a You know what I mean? Uh, 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 Mandate, get it on. Who is looking hot? All right, I can't do the big hot. Hot. All right, there we go. Who is looking hot? Oh, there it is. That was hot. Um, you hand me one of those halls. Oh, man. I'm going to have to give it to our girl Donda. Don, Dundo? Dundee? Dono. 
just because she fucking one honor like just really hilarious how she just threw the groceries down. But the fact like <laughs> if we're going with the good hood portion of it all, she wears her fucking helmet everywhere the entire time. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. I thought you were trying to be covert here, but like. Like, she's using, like, they imply that she's using the groceries as cover, but they don't explain why she has the helmet on yeah. the whole time. Like, that's, you stick out like, groceries or not, you're sticking out like a sore thumb, so, uh, big shout she's out to her. She's also strapped, too, isn't she? Like, she's got a blaster on her the entire time, Yeah, they time got, like, too. bandoliers and shit on, like, they don't fuck <laughs> It's so weird. Uh, yeah, so I'm giving it to her. Who do you got? Uh, so I'm trying to find the exact time signature, but during uh, Stila's speech, when the crowd is like watching, yeah, there's a female Togruton, and she is looking good. Oh, really? So, yeah, she's unique Ooh. outfit, and she yeah. had like, I love Togrutons, so just had some like pattering that yeah. was nice, and she was looking. Yeah, there nice. was a nice Twilight oh, lady there. Um, but yeah, it was just, and they weren't even invited to the fucking execution. Three minutes, two seconds in. Okay, let's we'll check I'll her show out. You a picture in a sec. Oh, let's see her. Maybe. See if there's uh, if I add material. if I add a girlfriend to the polycule while I'm in the middle of a fever dream. Does that mean? <laughs> I, does it not count? Oh, <laughs> oh, and she's holding hands with a twilight. That's beautiful. I know. And and Cher is standing there, but Cher has like a twilight. A Twilight, look at this. That's a weird, that's Very an interesting, there's a lot of going on in this shot here. So the Cher character has got a Twilight girl with her. The Togruton babe is holding hands with fucking, uh, with, a, with a Twilight male. And then we also have an Athorian that doesn't fit on the screen. <laughs> All right, cool. But her outfit too. Her outfit looks very nice. Yeah. Oh, She's she, in like some kind of like wrap. Uh, yeah, she is a saucy man. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, we don't have a Who Are You? No, who are we? Don't have a death of a week. Uh, what do we got? Do we got any? Um, what is your favorite color? Blue. Colors, colors. What's your favorite color? All right, colors. Um, do we have any uh, colors that we want to talk about? Quick. Um, the only color, the only color experience I've had this week was uh, we got like our cement steps in front of our house oh, yeah. are chipping away. Yeah. So we got to paint them. So we're trying to find a color that matches. So it's like a burnt orange. Okay. How do you feel about that? I like burnt orange. Burnt orange is nice. I think orange in general is a really underrated color. Yeah. I like a light. I like a very bright orange. Um, Like get that on my shoes or something. Yeah. Stand out a little bit like a neon orange. Yep. I think that's great. Yeah. A little bit goes a long way though. Oh, no, you can just have, like, a stripe of orange on, like, a shoe yeah. or something, and it sticks out, like, uh, you know, it's a, it, it's, it gives you that flair, but it's not too too over the top. I like, like, I'm thinking certain, like, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but certain sports teams will have, like, orange accents, which is, like, super nice. But when you get to, like, the Browns or the Bengals, that's, like, getting crazy with it. Yeah, and they're fucking with the orange, put it with the brown. Yeah. Ugh. Like, who came up with it? We're going to put orange with brown. Orange and brown. It's terrible. It's a very, very strange... Well, I mean, it's Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have any listeners in Cleveland? I don't know. Is that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. Cleveland Rocks. Drew Carey. Drew Carey, yeah. Um, It's a song. When I was living in Chicago, Bree's dad got me a year's membership in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it was 
close enough to Cleveland. And he was Did like, you go? I figured you guys could like take a weekend and go to Cleveland and like go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Never went. <laughs> <laughs> got a free T-shirt, though. The closest I've been to going to Cleveland was when an ex-girlfriend got me twins tickets um, for my birthday, like really nice seats. Um, but uh, she accidentally bought them for the series in Cleveland and not in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> and we like floated the idea of actually just going there for it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's a lovely place. Yeah. They got uh, the Cleveland Clinic. It's a, a world-renowned clinic. Uh, we have the Mayo Clinic, so Mayo, I'm yeah. partial to Mayo. But, I mean, hey, full respect, Cleveland Clinic, probably doing some good work. Yeah. Uh, a girl I, I know uh, a girl I know uh, works there at Cleveland Clinic as a nurse. I know her well. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I also love the fact that Cleveland is uh, thrifty enough or frugal enough to, when they had to change the name of their baseball team, they changed it to a name that still had the same ending. So they could... Ian's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So they went from the Indians to the Guardians. Yeah, so they um, just they can swap out only. Did you half see the, the thing letters. I made that said Coruscant Athorians? Yeah, yeah. And it was like the Indians logo, yep. but I changed Athorians. That flopped. <laughs> flopped. Um, okay, as far as like colors for me in this episode go, my favorite color is uh, black and yellow currently because that's the color of the end credits. So yeah, there you go. And this t- fucking turd. Okay, I guess uh, tagline time. <laughs> All right, Adam, what do we got for a tagline of this bad boy here? All right, so for The Soft War, we have, once it loads, The Soft War, we have, struggles often begin and end with the truth. Okay, what did I predict? You had said uh, the Gamorian the guard is going to step down from his role. Uh, he gets fired from... Jabba because of it and he goes right out and throws himself into the Sarlacc pit nice. so no more of our Gamgard friend but I did leave it open that he could crawl there much like Boba Fett yeah anything's possible yeah uh, and then he said or we're gonna get some more stuff about King Rash being a dickhead uh, we're gonna learn even more about why he sucks why he be, needs to be removed from power uh, the truth is going to come out about King Rash. Uh, maybe not quite. Maybe he's not quite a legit leader. And maybe he does have to get overthrown. Uh, they still haven't told us that. No, they still haven't. Uh, we're just kind of left to assume that he got in in some sort of uh, unbecoming way. So, All right, what do we got for a tagline on the next one? All right, Adam, what's the tagline on the next one? We recorded this ahead of time. Uh, for the next episode, we have disobedience is a demand for change let's check my energy level here disobedience is a demand for change i feel i sound so youthful well, i think we're gonna get change finally <laughs> all right there's gonna be change on onderon change a foot maybe i can use changes by david bowie for the music on the oh. next one i've been wanting to do some bowie oh <laughs> Yeah, the star man. <laughs> Maybe I can use Bowie finally. Have I used Bowie yet? I don't know. Thorian Historian would know. Oh, by the way, there is a... The Thorian Historian does have the Clonecast Musical Journey playlist still up. We'll have to reshare that again. I should yeah, share we'll that go. periodically. I listen to it. Yeah. We've done some good songs. It's a crazy mix but of when music. But ch- when I trip across Jim Croce, I just end up listening to him for fucking yeah. two hours. It's the best. Every single time. Okay, so that's my prediction. Gamerian Guard is still no longer with us. Yeah. Rest in peace. I Re- think it- rest in power, Gam Guard. 
But hey, Mo, Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit. Hey, anything's possible. You know, he, he could be, you know, a real MacGyver. I mean, he just changes his mind when he's halfway digested. He just crawls out of there. <laughs> his wife comes home. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> he crawls home a week later. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> Slaps him. <laughs> Where were you? Were you out with that... Were you out with that size noodles again? <laughs> just friends. Yeah. Just friends. That's what they all say. I'm not. What do you think? I'm stupid. What do you think? I'm stupid. On cart. That's his name. On cart. On cart. I just named him. Actually, you know what? I'm bringing him back. He dragged himself out of the pit and he went home and that all just happened. He's like one of those dudes that jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and lived and said that the yes. second their hand left the railing, they regretted it instantly. Yeah. And then they broke every bone in their body. Yeah. And they were like <laughs> one of those weird full body casts. <laughs> uh. Do these things even exist? I don't know. Is that just a comedic it's tool? just in TV. <laughs> I don't know. Clonecast to know. Let us know if the full body cast actually exists. Clonecastpod at gmail.com. Uh, all right. So. Am I done? Is he done? Sounds like it. Sounds like he's done. So that was my prediction. We recorded. We wanted. I was like, I just want to finish this. Yeah. And so I was like, let me just record that ahead of time. So that's why that was like that. It's not the first time we've done it, but you've never known. <laughs> yeah. We don't do it often. Ah, uh, do we have anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Where can the listeners reach us, Adam, if they still want to listen after this? <laughs> Always send us an email. Send Tom a get well message. Yeah. Uh, we are at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, clonecastpod. Uh, join the Discord. If you want to send us a message, we can send you the invite link. It's a lot of fun on there. Discord's cool. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, leave us a review if you can. Um, we will see you next time. Oh, next episode is Tipping Points, Season 5, Episode 5. Until then, uh, may the this episode's a mess be with you.